0: Hello, welcome to Greenhouse Live uh, here at Canberra Stadium after a good performance 24-6 uh, over the Titans round one, always nice to get the two points in round one. Um, after what I think was probably one of the weirder days in rugby league with um, the day going sort of along not knowing whether one, the game will be on or or two, whether it will be actually played in front of a crowd. So Mike, welcome, good to see you down here. Um, I think you were supposed to be on the way to Melbourne to the Grand Prix, but that's not happening. But no. um, it was Look, it was it was a very, very good first-half performance,
1: wasn't it? The no, second half was pretty scrappy, but the uh, first half was very, very good. Yeah, we spoke about that at half-time, that they came out, looked pretty sharp. Uh, it was a bit scrappy in the second half. I'll, I'll give the Titans credit. I thought they came out and really uh, had a dig in the second half. And a couple of their blokes, I thought Peachy was strong. Um, Ash Taylor thought it was pretty good too. So, you know, they've got some things to look forward to with Justin Holbrook the new coach but you know Ricky's got some things to work on as well. And I thought in the end that they threw a lot at us in the second half and never and our goal line defense looked pretty good. Thought there was a bit of dodgy refereeing but you know we always say that. So I think there's a lot to take out of that from Ricky's point of view that we can go over to uh, New Zealand next week in front of an empty house and hopefully build on what we've done this week. So, scrappy second half but enough to get the two points and a good start to the season. Yeah, look, it was it certainly was
0: a, um, a very strong start. Um, I thought, you're talking about Ash Taylor, I thought that we actually dominated him early on and Jack Whiten ran through him twice and and scored twice. In his first half, Whiten was just um, as good a start of the season as he's ever hoped to see, um, just dominating the game, really good um, 40-20 kick. Um, but those two tries just, just showed his strength and, and probably uh, the first one, the bench was certainly calling for two points early on um, they decided. They decided not to do that, and um, and ended up, uh, you know, scoring. And uh, Jacko, I thought, just was was really really strong early on, and just just looks super fit, and just just really exerted his dominance.
1: Yeah, he did, and he was a deserved man of the match. And obviously, he lived up to his billing as our marquee player now. So he's the guy that everybody expects to take the next step this season, and really be dominant and he came out with a great first up showing i think he's got that humility that he knows that um canberra's culture is very much a part of making the player is and i think he uh he showed that tonight and he's got that humility still thank the fans after the game so you know i, I expect jack to continue to improve and it was a great first up run for him
0: yeah no definitely and and look it was a good start i thought our forwards really got a Got the platform going. I thought uh, Louis and and Papali up front, but Corey were at lock. Um, I know he's wearing number eleven, but he was playing lock. I just thought was was super mobile and and just really looked good early on and gave us, and gave us that platform. And then Emre Guler came on, got his first try in the yeah. NRL, which is fantastic. Um, he's played in one Grand Final, hadn't scored a try, um, but got a got a uh, try, first try. Really, I thought. Um, Looks solid as, as we talked about him in the trial game in Port Macquarie the other week, probably being the the best player going around. So, um, really strong performance from the forwards I thought.
1: Yeah, I thought Emray had a strong finish to last year and when there was that rotation of a lot of bench players, in the last few games he, um, he really started to stand up and, <coughs> pardon me. He's got to My, be a bit nervous about coughing around Yeah, there. yeah that's right, everybody turns around and looks at him. Yeah, yeah. But he, um, he really has cemented his place in the side. Look, I thought Corey Horsborough was actually really good. His opportunity and looking for offloads in every run that he did, uh, and a couple, you know, went astray. But uh, I can't fault him for his effort. And look, I reckon we can expect big things out of him. And it's a luxury that we've got guys like John Bateman, Ryan Sutton coming back, and that we've got depth. Um, and even with Hudson Young as well, depth that we can call on guys like Emre and and, um, and Corey to come off the bench. And I thought for Havili, Havili does a job like uh, like Soliola and it's just to run straight and run hard and that's what they do. And they hit the advantage line every time and Havili must have gone close at least almost half a dozen times to scoring. So you know, to have that um, push and I think one of those things that serves us well and, and it will be a big opportunity for us this year is our depth in uh being able to cover for suspension and injury, and we showed that tonight.
0: Yeah, we'll certainly need that. Um, but uh, um, the other one, I think, I want to talk about um, for his performance because I know we'll get plenty of questions about it. Oh, I thought it was a fantastic debut from George Williams. Um, I think that what what we saw tonight, I think, will be George Williams's game. That um, he's he's perhaps not the organising halfback that um, you know we normally see at halfback, and, and that and that will be a challenge because Hodgson's going to have to do a lot of organising, but. His game, the way he showed his ability to run, his quick step, also his ability to defensively. I mean he he uh, he made a couple of really good try-saving tackles. There was one just before half time up the up the other end there, which which was really a certain try. So he had a very, very good debut.
1: Absolutely. I was actually a little surprised to be honest. I thought coming over from England he may need you know, four to six weeks to find his feet and, and really have Jack there to feed off. But he came on and showed all the confidence in the world. He was kicking short, long, uh, high, and his defence and was great. And he wasn't afraid to run the ball, so he was getting stuck in, and he came, he scored. Uh, a couple of almost scored uh, a couple of times so I think he'll uh, he'll be looking forward to getting across the stripe and getting that monkey off his back and uh, settling into a game where he's got a really experienced forward pack he's got great backs outside him so yeah he's got the opportunity to really thrive in a in a very solid team so I think uh, it'll be a lot of fun to watch him play this year
0: yeah no I think we will be strong up the middle with that um, as I say the and I thought he, he had a few decent kicks the the question will be is that we will rely on Hogson a lot for that organisa- organization role and he was very, very good tonight, Josh. Um, but I think there's a lot of excitement about George Williams and and, and the way both uh, Whiten and Williams play will, will mean that there's a lot of trouble all over the field because they certainly didn't
1: just stay on their own sides. They, they did move around the ground a lot. Oh, definitely. Look, and I think the one thing I like about our halves is that they're playing what they see in front of them. Yep. So we're not de- necessarily playing too much before the line and if they want to poke their head through and try and play at the line and draw the the opposing defence in, then I, I think it's going to be one of the stronger halves combinations in the NRL because they want to get in there and run the ball themselves and I love running halves, it was like Caesar in the latter stages yep. of last year where he was more the organiser early on. And once he started to run and get more involved, we get that roll on and go forward. And once we get that roll on with guys like Papali, Louis, Horsver, uh, Soliola, and even Elliot in the back row, and, and Joe, uh, <coughs> pardon me again, uh, very, very difficult to stop once they get that roll And We saw that with... Uh, with Elliot um, having a really good second half, so mate, I think from a first up point of view that you know, Ricky will be happy. There's things to work on, but there's a lot to build on and um, and really assert ourselves as one of the dominant sides of this year. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, it was a solid start.
0: Uh, the other one, of course, making his club debut was Curtis Scott. Um, Obviously, a lot of talk about Curtis Scott over, over the summer and, and some issues there. But, but I thought he looked
1: pretty strong as well. It wasn't, wasn't a dominant performance, but he, but he looked pretty strong. I actually kept my eye on Curtis Scott. I've got him in my um, fantasy league as well. So I, I thought his second half was better than the first half. So he started to get involved with some defence and he started to do uh, a, a bit more running. So I think for his first up performance in a, in a, in a meaningful game, He probably needed a half to find his feet, but I thought his second half was actually pretty good. So I thought he was relatively quiet but he was a lot stronger in the second half and you know, based on what we saw I think he'll, um, he'll improve week to week.
0: Well that side actually had more opportunity in the second half. Kotrick I thought was very strong in the yeah, second Kodrick half too. Good. He virtually didn't touch the ball in the first half but, but he went there. The other one I think started very well and then he got the head knock and it had to come off was with chance. So yeah. um, I think he looked he looked really um, switched on I thought right from the start. and and was making some really good moves from the back. Now, now he then got that head knock and uh, Bailey went to full back and that's a good experience for him to play at that position and hopefully um, gives us a little bit of cover there. Um, once again, we saw with, when Ricky's played a uh, a back on the bench that we've needed him, so Oldfield then ended up playing um, probably about 50, 50 minutes for the game. So. Uh, that uh that's been talked about a lot on on greenhouse live about whether we should be having that that back but um every time we seem to do it we seem to need it
1: yeah look oldfield was pretty good he was solid and he did his job so uh, i think he had one mistake that i can remember but um you yeah, in a team that was playing well he did what was asked of him as well and i think yeah having that extra back on the bench to cover for an injury and it was fortuitous for ricky to have that from round one so uh, there was no real shuffle. I thought Bailey was actually pretty good at fullback when he when he went back there after Chance came off. So there was no there was a lot of cohesion. So it doesn't it seems quite seamless when we're changing positions and but we've got the cover on the bench to put a back, slot him into a position out wide, shuffle around and not really lose much as a result.
0: No, I agree. Now now we do need to talk about that first probably particularly that probably first fifteen minutes after half time. We were we were a little bit sloppy I thought and um, that, you know, the reality is we'll play better teams than the Titans this season. I think that's, that's fair to say. Although I think they'll be they'll be improved from what they were last year. But um, at times we did look a bit sloppy. And, and But that first round, I think we saw that game last night, if you probably were able to stay awake for the whole thing. that I was um, there. Oh, you were there. There yeah, you go. You're two from two. You're two making, from two. making sure you get, uh, get the numbers up before <laughs> we don't get to see any more for a while. We'll talk about that. Um, but, uh, yeah... Um, I think, you know, it was a bit sloppy and and we will be looking to improve on that.
1: Yeah, and look and I think that's one of the things that uh that was a bit of a bugbear at times last season, that first twenty minutes after half time, we seem to lack a bit of intensity. Um and, you know, let them come back into the game a bit so and look it could have easily been 18-12 uh, at some stage and would have been a lot more pressure going into the last 20 but they defended well scored that extra try and skipped out to that 18 point lead again but yeah, I think that's the main thing if I was Ricky I'd be looking at is continuing that intensity coming out after half time and not allowing the opposition to uh, to come back into the game we've really got to keep our, our foot in yeah. their throat so to speak so we can um, we can run on uh, get on Get on with the game and really, you know, make every post a winner because I think for and against is going to be a big thing this year.
0: Well, we'll talk about that in a 2nd because we're talking about the season going forward, and obviously there's a lot of unknowns there. But um, yeah, I think that I think that. Uh, Whilst we were a bit sloppy, we dropped a few balls. There was was some really still some really good defensive efforts. So um, when we were under a bit of pressure, we covered pretty well. And, and they got some guys that can step. The, we also allowed them to start getting some quick play the balls. And and that's the that's the biggest danger I think with the um, with the Titans is is their speed. Um, they are quick off the mark. So if they're going to if they're going to beat teams, they're going to do it by quick play the balls and getting that roll on. And that's what they did get early in the second half. So we were up to being able to to defend despite the
1: fact we didn't have a lot of field position. Yeah, and there was urgency in defence and that's the one thing I noticed. So the scrambling and urgency and you know the technique of getting the player in a position where they can't necessarily get a quick roll on while we're still getting back. And uh yeah Simon so um, yeah. subdued tonight, I don't hear that drums not anyway. I heard him, I think he was out without his partner in crime, Con. Oh, okay.
0: Too many, no drumming? No drumming on that thing? Hey, con- Hey. Um, yeah, good, good. Simon. Good. Simon uh, what we might do here is we just want to start to go through a few comments. I think there's a few here, uh, and probably a few from people we haven't seen before. So welcome and thank you for that. But we've got Shane Gear. Uh, New Boys Were Strong, Williams & Scott, I think we've covered that. Gavin Bryan, great signs for the Raiders, with both Jack and George playing great. Uh, great win, Raiders says Michael. Jason says uh, heaps better game than the season opener last night. Sorry, Jack Whiten on fire and sorry, there's more there, but I can't seem to open that at the moment. And what's happening there? Uh, Andy Grant saying good to get a win under the belt straight up. A few things to work on a but We looked sharp most in the first half. Uh, John Christopher, I think he's watching from Detroit. So hello, John. It's probably a lot colder there than it is here. Um, Huh? In the Motor City. The Motor City, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's not, certainly not Motor City in Australia anymore, but anyway. Um, Lauren Gill. Hello, Lauren. Uh, Georgie Boy. Well, here we go. We might have Georgie Boy and Jackie Boy. So, <laughs> here you go. I never thought we'd get names like that uh, coming up. These old names seem to be the, all the rage these days. Um, was great in defence. Agree with that. Uh, Steve Spen- Spencer. I was watching. I caught myself thinking about where we'd put Rapana if he's allowed to come back in now. Well, who knows what will happen with Geordie with uh, and whether he can come can come back. Um, he is under contract to another sport and another uh, club. Um, and I would expect, too, that if we do get him back, he won't, he won't be able to play for a little while because uh, I imagine if he's coming back from Japan, probably like everyone else, they probably need to go into isolation for a couple of weeks to start with. So uh, it would be a few weeks, I think, yet. So we'll, we'll worry about that if, um, if that gets to the... the the time, but it does. It does look like I think he's quite keen. I, I'm not too sure he's had a particularly successful time over there, anyway. I don't think he's actually played a game for that team. So um, I think that, that that competition
1: has been cancelled, hasn't I mean, it?
0: Well, it's certainly been suspended, and we'll suspended, been a lot of competitions being suspended at the moment, but. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But it may be
1: a convenient way for him to, to come back, but I think he probably was keen to do that anyway. Just on that, I mean, the question is, does he displace anybody in the current side, though?
0: Well, look, the, the reality is we, we're not going to go through the whole season without some injuries. I mean, we've got Charles newell um head injury tonight. You know, I, I think he would probably be right for next week. But, um, you know, at some point there'll be someone missing, so we'll, we'll play that by ear. I mean, I think that, you know... Um, you'd probably have a fit Geordie Rapana ahead of Oldfield right at the moment. But, you know, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens with, with that. I think there's, there's a lot of water to pass on the, the bridge yet. Uh, Gavin's talking about the forwards being great tonight. Uh, uh, I think someone was also talking about um, potentially Rapana replacing Simonson. Uh, I'm not sure what we're there's there's a few of those. David Bateman, geez, we've got a few Batemans there. Uh, George uh, George Williams strong in defence except for a glaring misread. Well, I'm not too sure that was a, a misread. That was a really good step from Sammy, that one. So I think that's probably a bit harsh to, to call that a misread. But um, look, all in all, a good start to the season and two points on the board. Now, we do need to obviously talk about the um, the happenings that are going on at the moment and, and certainly neither you or I are, are doctors, but... Um, and, and we do we we do have to say the reason why Matt's not here today is he made the choice not to not to come, which we respect that. So um, it was certainly up in the air this today as to whether it was going to come. I think whether it was going to happen tonight and whether it was going to happen with crowds. It looks like next week's not going to happen with crowds, um, which is which is particularly disappointing for me because I'm booked to go to New Zealand. So um, we'll work, try and work that out during the week about what will happen with that. Um, the, the inner so it looks, it looks like no crowds, but I think. So that's 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 uh, seems to be the announcement right at the moment is, is the games will be played without crowds from round two. Now, now that that wouldn't be the only sport that said that and then had to change their mind over the last few few days. So um, there's been a lot of sports around the world where that's been the first uh, call, um, and then they've changed their mind. Certainly a lot of soccer leagues in England, uh, sorry in Europe. Um, that's uh, that's happened, um, and of course the danger has been when, when someone involved in the sport has actually got this virus. Um, what can happen? So, well, I think anything is up in the air. There, there has been that announcement so far, but we'll we'll wait and see where that goes. Personally, I'm of the view, Mike, that if um, if the games aren't being aren't able to be played in front of crowds, I actually think they probably should be should be postponed or,
1: or the season shortened. Yeah, look, it's a tough one because they talk about the, you know, the gathering of five hundred or more, but, but what happens when people get on trains and shopping yeah. centres and schools and things like that? So, I, I don't understand it. I mean, what I think will happen is that, it, sorry, if the if it, the pandemic runs through a team and there's multiple players in one team who are struck down with the coronavirus, then I think that'll be the. Uh, the catalyst for the NRL to probably pull the pin and suspend it until they know more but look there are other countries like Hong Kong and Singapore where their infection rates are are dropping off because they're diligent I think that we could be doing more like screening for people with temperatures at the airports with the you know the infrared so they could pick up um, people who are getting off planes who potentially have this Coronavirus. Yeah, we won't
0: we won't go into that too much because there's plenty of other soapboxes that people can yeah, get no, on at sure. the moment for that. But but specifically about um, rugby league, I think um, you know it is obviously unknowns. A lot of things are um, known with all of this. Um, hopefully, hopefully. Um, this will be for a lot of reasons a lot more important reasons than football by the way but but hopefully this will be a, a short-term thing rather than a longer term thing that certainly people that, that seem to know think it won't be but um, we will wait and see what happens with all of that I think I think that that is the danger of course you've got um, and the Raiders are obviously affected by this straight away is it is you got things like international travel in the NRL as well yeah. so um, that that potentially creates issues as well if, if teams can't get um, two games those sort of things Um that's that's not an issue that some sports have the other thing about the the game next week of course is it's set up to be a double header with the the super rugby so um you've got another sport suddenly involved with with that as well so that all becomes um a lot more complicated so um we'll wait and see where all that goes but it is it is obviously a, a difficult time for everyone i hope everyone stays safe and also stays positive as well i think you know the danger for me is i think everyone's going to get misery before they get anything else if, if um if we go like that so so anyway we'll see what happens with all that we'll see what happens with the season we'll be here when the games are on and um i'm coming uh,
2: uh, okay
0: the the podcast podcast you're seeing. pointing
2: out players... okay, okay over sorry the we, we got some comments
0: that i'm not seeing here yet
2: yeah, which bronson's area is being tested
0: Bonson Cherry is being tested. Well, there you go. OK, well, and apparently there's, there's some news about a, uh, a certain government minister tonight too. So we'll see what happens there. I, I dare say um, if anyone's... There's a certain other centre from center fullback winger from Cronulla that seems to come down with every element under the sun. So if, if anyone's going to catch it, it might be him. But, um, uh, yeah, we'll see what, what happens there. But, look... It obviously is a very serious issue and, and you know we, we shouldn't make light of it. we're we're not doctors, we're certainly not giving any health advice here as to what you should and shouldn't do, but we're glad the game came went along tonight. There was ten thousand six hundred which I think was a very good crowd when you consider that Friday night at six o'clock, which is not a great time. Gold Coast Titans and this this you know going on where you know even two Look, hours be unknown with well, the
1: you know the you know, the directive from the government and the NRL not coming out until after three o'clock this afternoon. So well, I think that's right. That's probably had a, a quite a significant impact on crowd numbers because I think, that given the weather, given the fact that we were grand finalists, and there's a lot of hype about Canberra doing well under normal circumstances, we would have seen. I was hoping to for 15 to 16, but obviously, given the um, the coronavirus situation, that was always going to be an impact. I
0: think I think ten's pretty good for, for the no, circumstances. Definitely. So, so look, enjoy the footy this week. Um, we hope to be talking to you next week about a game. Whether that's a, well, probably sounds like it won't be a game with with spectators. Whether what well, I'm not even too sure what country I'll be in right at the moment. But um, that uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be there um, talking about games, and hopefully we'll be back here on Thursday week um, after that for the the next home game against the Dragons. So. We'll play it by ear. There'll be a lot of talk about that. But the point, the main thing at the moment is that if the season was to end right now, we're on top of the ladder, Mike. So, yep. you know, I think that it would only be fair if the season was to end now that we would be awarded the premiership.
1: Absolutely. And all I'll say is that if we need to consult someone, we should speak to the Roosters because if there's a club that knows about playing in front of uh, no crowds, <laughs> it's them. <laughs> very good someone had
0: to someone had to have a dig and we we did we, we, we could make a joke that uh super rugby hasn't had a mask gathering for many years, so uh they should be right with five hundred people that's that's about their average crowd at the moment so um anyway, all jokes aside uh we'll we'll go to three two one and then I know we have to do another couple of things as well uh so three two one for me it was uh Jack White and I thought he was just you know Agreed. fantastic early on uh Corey Horsburgh I'm going to give 2-2 and one vote is probably a a toss-up between George Williams and Emre Gula
1: but I think the first game I'm going to give it to uh, George Williams. Same, my 3-2-1 is exactly the same so even on the one point I was tossing up between George and Emre so uh, uh, George is making his debut so he'll uh, he'll get the nod in that one.
0: And I don't think Josh Hogson's far behind there either so um, there's our 3-2-1 there's opportunities obviously to vote on the, the greenhouse Greenhouse Live is on sort of every platform you can see these days. So it's on the it's on the Apple Podcasts through the SoundCloud through the Google um, Play. I think it's called the Apple Podcasts. Is it Spotify? I'm not too sure. It's on Spotify. Not on Spotify. Spotify. Well,
2: the podcasts uh, the podcasts are on Apple Podcasts and and SoundCloud, and we're on YouTube as well as Facebook. So
0: you're on YouTube and the Facebook. So plenty of opportunities to. to watch us and, and maybe if everyone's stuck at home it's, you know that might be as good as it gets is watching the greenhouse live. So um, We also need to talk about uh, junior grades as well, so the uh, Mounties play on Sunday at Brookvale Oval before the Manly game, they play uh, Blacktown which is Manly's um, reserve side. Uh, Jersey Flag have a bye in the opening round so they're not playing this week. The under-18s also have a bye this week. They um, have been going pretty well. I think they've only lost one game. They won a close one last week. The 16s and the girls play up in Newcastle. Or they play in Newcastle. I think it might be Cessnock. They're playing in tomorrow. So they've been going pretty well as well. So um, good news really all around uh, so far in those junior grades. We talked about that um, a little bit uh, uh, after that trial game. Um, and also, too, I think we wanted to mention uh, there's a photo competition. So, that From All Angles photo competition is continuing again, and apparently, there's a sponsor and, for that. And, so, it's a. And We're
2: Green 2020.
0: 20. We're Green 20 is what?
2: We're,
0: we're
2: Green. Okay, come and see. Our photo comps are We're Green 2020 and From All Angles. We have uh, two sponsors this year GMD Canberra providing a $100. Uh, meal uh, voucher they do prepared meals um, and deliver them um, in Canberra and Queanbeyan so they're giving us um, $700 vouchers to give away through the year as prizes and um, Jersey's Megastore is back on board uh, with a prize for picks of the year uh, and uh, they're giving us two home and away Canberra
0: jerseys as prizes. So thanks, yeah,
2: yeah. but thanks to both those sponsors.
0: Thanks to both of those, and, and and maybe having pre-prepared meals to get delivered outside your door might be a a good business to be in right at the moment. That and toilet paper is probably yeah. um, two good businesses to be in. Um, so um, yes. Uh, that's that's terrific we've got that so now sorry was that we're green as in we are green or we're green we're, we're green as in w-e-a-r okay green. w-e-a-r green so for those that couldn't understand what steve was saying i'm certainly one of them um it's we're green w-e-a-r and from, all angles. and from all angles there you go so there'll be plenty of news on the greenhouse i'm sure that uh unless steve gets struck down with this and uh you know is, is carted off to hospital and we've got to keep be careful of old people there's no question about that but um the greenhouse live. The greenhouse will continue, probably more so than ever. So, um, debating uh, minuscule topics. I think will be a a, um, a fun uh, a fun topic over the next few weeks. So, um, until then, until we next see you, wherever that is, whatever country that's in. Um, until then, but forever, go Raiders up the green machine.